Welcome to the Motivate, Lead and Inspire podcast. My name is Haki Mr Impact and in these episodes we discuss the relevant challenges facing young people in the UK which I initially aired on my Thursday evening radio show on colourfulradio.com. Be sure to visit www.facebook.com forward slash Hakeem Mr Impact, that's MR for Mr, where you'll find the rest of my podcasts. Have a great day. Great. But kind of give us an idea of the, of the, of the sort of challenges you've had to date or maybe your biggest challenge to date. Yeah, um, I suppose it's, it is along the lines of um, having to have really difficult conversations with people. Um, so Different s- conversations though with who? The artists, your fellow colleagues? Come on, be yeah, a bit no, more explicit. With everyone, but I suppose that the hardest ones are with artists because um, the process is so personal to them right. and they're mm. so invested in it and sometimes it's really difficult for them to take a step back and see the bigger picture because they're so in it, you know, they live and breathe it. Um, as do a lot of the team that are on it. But as a producer, it's absolutely your job to take that step back and see the bigger picture. And you know, if you're going down the wrong road, you've got to steer that vehicle mm. and get it on the right track. Um, okay. So yeah, I can't think of any specific examples, mm. juicy exclusives. No, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, juicy I think exclusive. for me, that's, it, that's really hard. And I suppose another challenge is, um, is finding, finding the momentum and finding the strength sometimes when things are really hard, you know, there's not enough money to deliver the project that the artist wants to deliver. Mm-hmm. And therefore, sometimes compromises have to be made. Mm. And that's really hard. And, and therefore, again, it's your job as a producer to be the positive shining energy that goes, do you know what, if we all pull together and mm. we do this and we do that, we can do this. And sometimes that's really difficult because you too are feeling kind of like, oh gosh, I really wish we got that money and I really mm. wish that we booked that gig, etc. Right. So here's a question for you two producers. So you're working on a project and you don't think the quality of the project is great. What do you do? Yeah. You don't think the quality of the project, you think the pro- it can get there. Mm-hmm. But you have to have that conversation with the artist. And um, do you have that conversation? Is it your business to have that conversation? You have to, to as intervene. A it is, yeah. You have to. Like you, we've kind of been in a similar situation to this. Um, and you have to <laughs> you have to have that conversation kind of let, because sometimes, like you said, the artist is so involved in it, they don't see what you're seeing. Right. And they're just plowing forward and they don't know that that's how you feel. Hmm. So... You have to give them your side of the story. They give you theirs. You kind of figure out a way that you think yeah. it can progress. So doesn't and then the artist win in the end? Not always. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to monitor and see how it changes. You have to give it time to work. You, I don't think you can just cut anything dead straight away. Because I don't think that's fair to so either how, party. How do you two as producers work on a project that you don't whole, wholly believe in? You don't think that's the best thing that we can put on stage? you've tried to address address something it's not happening i don't think i've ever i've never worked on a project that i don't believe in but i've definitely worked on projects where at times i've felt that um it's not going in the right direction or isn't as good is that your business i think it is i think i think if you're just a producer you're a spreadsheet producer producer. get it out there get it toured touring producer now you're not even a creative producer anymore you just got to get it to venues it's a totally different thing isn't it then i suppose it Um, is but i think you use what your mm. skills are where where you sit in that piece of the pie to kind of steer your argument why it's not going to work if your if your focus is touring and you're seeing this yeah. piece isn't working so it's not going I'm not going to be able to find the venues or the audiences to tour it you need to come at the argument with that point of view not just I think the piece is crap 
Like you need to back it up. We're live, by the way. <laughs> That's not oh, a swear word. Isn't that not? All right, no. Okay. okay, cool. Would you work with an artist? Would you work with an artist you didn't believe in? I think that's really difficult. I think, um, obviously, I work in a venue, and and it sometimes you might get an artist. Totally, it's not it's not my decision. So, if you're a freelance, would you work with an artist? No, your rent was due. I think I your rent was due. You're a freelance artist. Your rent is due. Someone comes up to you and says, "Can you work with me for the next six months? You're going to get X amount of pounds every mm. month. No, your rent is sorted. But don't believe in the work." I don't think I would because I think um, I. As I've said, I'm, I'm super passionate, and I and I need to care about the projects that I'm working on because they are time consuming and they can be quite mm. stressful, and it does take over. And therefore, if I didn't believe in uh, the message or the voice that the artist wants to share, I think I'd really struggle. And and like you say, it, it could cause conflict. Um, Would you? I don't think I could. I think it comes from the investment that That's you put right, into yeah. it. That's right. Impact stuff must be all right. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, <laughs> She's good. She, yeah. she likes it. <laughs> At the end me? of the six months, you'd be beyond drained. Like that you might just have to step away from producing altogether to kind of replenish yourself. Mm. And then you'd be in the same situation again because where you get money from. But I think it's all about boundaries as well. It's all about knowing um, what your role is and what the artist needs from you. So I think if an artist came to me and said, I want to do this and all I need you to do is to raise the money for it. Mm. That's a very different proposition from I want you to feedback on the work and give me your thoughts and opinions on it. Mm. That's a really different proposition yeah, of course. and therefore of course. I would take that I'm just being awkward. No, I know just you are. Awkward. It's your job to do that yeah. and you know. No, no, you're very ever, good at it. Have you ever been in a, a uh, have you ever done a project at school that you didn't believe in you hated but you just had to follow it through. You didn't believe you, you like I don't know. Someone was doing a project teacher whatever or yeah. someone came in externally and you were just like ah. yeah i'm in one now actually. oh wow okay oh, um, not allowed to say over, over the air you just I won't, you just yeah. give us a sense of what it is <laughs> yeah. you replace it with susan or or mary or a or b or whatever okay. but just give us a sense of what that is so for drama gcse my yeah. teacher put us in random groups that she thinks we're best fitted in in terms of our ability so I must have got in a group that has all the so-called good actors of the class. So I'm there thinking, oh, I'm going I'm to be with people who have great ideas and I'm going to be doing really good stuff. And then we start and then person A is like, okay, so what are we going to do? And I'm like, okay, so I've got an idea. Hmm. And then I say the idea and then everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's good. Um, I did something but- else. Yeah, and then and then the girl that is like really wants all her stuff to be done Mm. is like, no, actually, I think mine is better. We should do this, and I'm like, okay, okay." such a Susan. And then yeah, Yeah. and we kept on going back and forth, back and forth, and I was like, okay, I'm out because I'm out of ideas, I'm out of energy because I've come up with so many. I was about to say much, and I realized it was many. Okay, I've come up with so many ideas, and then like, Mm. wait, but you haven't said anything, and I'm like, oh. It's like this. Okay. And it was so, 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 so hard to pull through and like have hope inside the project. But I think we will hopefully get somewhere by the end of this holiday. Good. It's looking hopeful. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm going to come back to you, um, Mr. McMahon. We are, as you noticed, we're on a diverse led radio station here. Indeed. 
Um, so I'm going to ask you specifically in dance, in terms of dances of the African diaspora, mm. which is African dance and what I include as hip hop as well. So across the board, how do you feel? Where do you feel looking from outside in the genres, genre sits? And what I mean by sit, we know where it sits, but how do you think it's doing? What is your what has been your experiences of working in that in that area? What do you feel can change? Hmm. And that extends to the D word in general, diversity. Hmm. And that thing we always used to talk about. We used to yawn and go. Oh. Diversity yeah. or inclusivity. Ooh, yeah, well, exactly. That's, you know, that's the whole thing. That's my com- um, that's my conversation. Yeah, well, shed some shed some. Um, I mean, I've been really lucky to work with lots of artists that work with dance of the African diaspora. Yeah. And for me, going into producing and dancing, it wasn't a genre that I perhaps knew about. So, so let's get into some nit nit grits. So, how do you feel as a white man from Yorkshire mm. working with these? working with does it matter to you should it matter um no would you be cynical to say oh it's not my area someone else should be working with them or someone of color should be working with them tell me your feelings on all that i think if it matters to them it matters to me um it it doesn't matter to me generally right. i think it's really i think diversity inclusivity works in all directions and therefore i think me as a white man working with uh, artists that work within dance of the uh, African diaspora is mm. great because it's this, it's a two-way learning process. You right. Know? And I'm probably learning more in that situation. Right. And for me as a young producer, that's super exciting. Mm. Um, and lots of the artists that I know are mm. working in that style. Right. And they're some of the most exciting artists because they are uh, ambitious and they're powerful. Right. And they have no limits and their craft they're always constantly refining it and they're always wanting to learn and do more. And I mm. feel really similarly. Um, right. So I feel like I really connect with it as a, right. as a style. Right. Um, and you know, hip hop, urban, African dance, whatever. Mm. Um, and it's some of the most emotive dance I've seen. You know, I only recently, I said recently in the last two years, um, learned about crump right, and what okay. crump is and, and the mm. whole, you know, the whole crump scene. And right. I absolutely love it because it's some of the most powerful gut-wrenching emotional mm. dancing that I've seen and mm. for me when I watch something that's what I want to be feeling as an audience right. member right um, and as and when I when I when I dance and I don't mm. I still dance now but not professionally mm. um, that's the feeling that I want to feel right um, and so for me that's really exciting mm. um, where do I think it's going I think it it's the sky's the limit for for hip-hop African that's all, interesting all go a bit deeper styles. you don't have to compliment by the way no no well I you know how much I love your work. I love um, Vicky Bokwe's work. I love mm. Tony Adigan's work mm. and lots of other people. Um, and what I love about working with those artists is that, you know, it's been really hard. The, ju- the journeys that they've gone on have been quite hard mm. because we live in a world where white privilege is a thing. Mm. And I can talk from a background of coming from quite a working class background mm. um, and living in a world of, of middle class privilege right. and, and, you know, that sort of privilege. Mm. Um, so in one way, I, I identify that way. Mm. But also, um, you know, absolutely, I'm not in any way positioned to talk about the struggles of black people. Mm. Um, but... I listen and I want to learn and I want to hear mm. from the artists and I want to make it a better place for them in the mm. industry moving forward. Right. 
because their voices are some of the most amazing voices. So mm. I, I went to see um, the Barbershop Chronicles yep. last night at the okay. Roundhouse. First time? First time I've seen it. It's I missed great, it, it when it was at the uh, National. last. Yeah. Um, and it's just so powerful as a work. Yeah. Not, be- not because it's well written, not because it is fantastically acted, just because those voices don't get seen on yep. stages of sure. that size sure. enough. Yep. You know, the work's starting to come out but they don't yeah, get it doesn't get the platform it deserves mm. where do you see yourself Nana as uh, a young black British girl of South London South London um, do, would you see yourself as working class would you see yourself as uh, discriminated by middle class people what, what's your views on on class and where you sit in society I feel kind of like What's the word? Like immune to all the influence of classes and stuff like that. I actually don't feel anything from it. Like I don't feel secluded in any form or like. So could I just say that you're a bit naive? Could I say that? Could I be? Could I be controversial to say that you're a bit naive? Mm, no. 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 So what is it? Is it a situation of like you just don't pay it no mind, or you're not aware that it's out there? I'm. I'm aware it's there, but I just don't feel it. I don't think that it's an important thing to look at. I just feel like living life for myself and, you know, appreciating the here and now and what I can do. What are we talking about specifically here? Because I was a bit vague. Are we talking about class? Class, how, like, how I feel affected by class. Right. Yeah, I don't feel. What about racism? Not necessarily. Only in certain circumstances, but that even racism itself doesn't really affect me. Seeing racism portrayed in other people's like from other people's perspective on social media does bother me but racism to me as a person i kind of just dismiss it naturally okay so so in terms of the world and you carrying on your life do you feel that you have challenges though yeah i recently learned that apparently some people get different pay and it's unknowing but um like according to their gender or their color Mm -hmm. or their background and what do you think about that i think that's really unfair and the fact that people don't know about that is like really unjust so there has to be something done about it there probably won't be but then so is life it's a really bad thing though okay so if someone said to you that you know if you found out you were getting less money because of your color of your skin that would that would wind you up right definitely because i'm putting normally no i'm like for a person to put in so much work so much time so much effort into a job and someone just because someone's a different color or a different gender and they're putting probably even less amount of effort into the work that they're doing compared to me and they're getting more money for that Mm. i can't have that okay time is ticking um i want to just touch back to reese i know you're very passionate about opportunity Mm. for young people you're also very passionate about um instilling belief in people not as we said earlier on not giving people limits yeah just want to talk a little bit more about that yeah i mean um it's really interesting to hear nana talk about it because i think um i definitely didn't become aware of privilege until and that works both ways so the privilege that i have as a person but also the privilege that other people had over me right um i definitely didn't become aware of it until i probably went to university um, so it's really interesting to hear Nana as someone that's 15 talk mm. about that because um, it reminds me of how, you know, how I used to view the world. Uh, yeah. And that makes me sound really cynical, but I think it, 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 Nana's totally right in the sense that it, 
the world is really unfair and there are lots of things about it that are unfair and I think it is um, my job as a relatively young person to, mm. to do something about that but also to instill the passion in, in young people younger than I to be able mm. to go and actually go no that's wrong we shouldn't do that that's not how that works like come on let's look at this um, and, and for me that I don't know where that comes from really um, I'd like to think it comes from the the childhood that I had, the way I was raised. Mm, mm. I, I am really blessed to have been raised by an all-female household. Right. I think that's a really important thing about my background is that I, uh, I have obviously I have a dad, but um, he was never around. Right. I don't have any male relatives, so I right. come from an all-female household. Okay. And therefore, the, the the beliefs that were instilled in me by my mum and my gran in particular, right. I'm really grateful for. Mm. Um, and that for me, that's that I feel quite privileged mm. for that. And I, I look at some of the peers that I went to school with on the council estate that I was growing up on. Yeah. And um, gosh, like we're we're in two separate worlds now. Right. I caught up with a friend that's doing. What are they doing? Completely. He works in a garage, and wow. he's got his second child on the way, and wow. he's the same age as me. And and that just shows like how life can take you off in different directions. Mm. Mm. But he's happy, and right. he's he's having a fantastic time and for yeah. me that was great to catch up with him and just hear about that all right so we've got like two minutes left Ooh. you're prime minister for a week you can oh, change three things dangerous around around youth culture you mm. can change three things what would they be oh god um that's a really hard question isn't it um i think access to the arts for everyone is definitely one thing i would do um, right. obviously i'm passionate about increase the arts. that i just think getting people to the theater getting them into dance classes, getting them to see stuff just completely opens up your right. perspective and mm -hmm. introduces people to new cultures okay. or new ideas that they wouldn't. So little tokens for people to go to shows and things like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think fantastic. Like, yeah, yeah. Why not? And mm. loads of people are doing that, which is great. All right, that's one. Um, or number two, um, gosh, I think uh, taking things outside of London, definitely. I think Taking work. Taking, yeah, and, and creating more opportunities for young people outside of the big right. cities. Like places like Darlington yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, little rural places. <laughs> yeah, it's really, sure. I think um, pe a lot of people neglect the fact that there's some really um, hard to reach areas in the country that we're yep. just not targeting yep. and that people don't go into the city and we right. should be going to them. You've got 30 um, seconds to give me the last the one. third thing. Um, oh, I'd probably do something fun because I think that'd be nice. Um, I don't know. I feel like we should just have a a day where we just celebrate where celebrate we what? I think the world's a really scary place and I think we should just have a day where everybody we all, totally we should all just come together and just be thankful for what we what we have do you think um, that could happen no absolutely not but I think the world's terrifying and we should just be happy for mm. what we have oh. mm.